0: Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new week of the Victory Point Bible Reading Plan Podcast. My name is Tom Jostra, and I am your host for the week. And my guest this week, I have lived with for about a little over 38 years, honey, right? Yes, yes. So yes. here we have with my, my wife, Lori. So welcome, Lori. Thanks Thank for you. saying yes to me a couple of weeks ago.
1: Well, yeah, it just kind of fit
0: that way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've had a busy summer. Very busy. And I was like, you know what? In August, could you please do it with me so we don't have to coordinate our schedules and everything with somebody yes. else? And. You were willing to do that. I am, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do have to say, and this refers to our um, our Bible reading for the day. Over the last thirty-eight years, I have not had to live on a corner of a roof. You're lucky. And for any, for those of you that are wondering what that meant and haven't read the Bible passage yet today, you'll know what that means pretty soon. But for thank you that I have not had to spend.
1: Okay, well, I try that. Any... I try not to be a nagging one. I know. So, you
0: know. <laughs> So anyway, so listeners, I have not had um, a chance. Well, I don't know if chance is the right word. I have not had to. Do you want live. to live no, on No, I it? don't want to okay, live on the corner okay. of a roof. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Lori, could you introduce a little bit uh, uh, about yourself and what you do and a little bit about our family? All right. I'm Lori
1: Jostra. I um, work as a librarian at Zealand Christian School. Love it. Um, I We have four children. Um Laura lives in Iowa and teaches. Um Calvin is married to Leanne and they live in Tampa, Florida and just had Mr. Henry yes. who is was born in June and we just got back from visiting him. So sweet. He's yeah. He's great.
0: Grandson number two this year. Grandson yes. number
1: two this year. And then we have Anna, who is married to Logan and had grandbaby number one, mm-hmm. who is Mr. McKinnon, Mr. Mack. And he. we saw him in June. And then we have Emily, who lives in Colorado, in Denver. And, um, yeah, she works in blind rehab for the um, VA, which is a very interesting job mm-hmm. for her. And she just moved. She, used, well, she was in Tucson, but now she lives in Denver. So now we have two kids in the same state. So we're making, Yay, making, making progress. Making progress because <laughs> I, I don't see any of them coming back to Michigan, no, but that's okay. Which They're is great. totally fine. Yes, it's great places to visit, and it's where God has put them. So. Exactly.
0: And so we are happy that they are doing what the Lord yes. wants them to do in the place where He wants them to do it.
1: Exactly. exactly. And it gives us
0: great places to visit.
1: Exactly. And but, so this
0: summer, we spent, I mean, a three week trip out west to Iowa and to Colorado to Arizona to visit your visit mom. My mother, yep. And then we just got back uh, a couple of days ago from Dippy going down to Florida. Florida, so, yeah. yep. So,
1: and all of them, we hope, are coming home for Christmas. So that's going to joustra household. We're is, hoping for a yes. house full of joustras. Full of joustras and which yeah, goats is. Yes. Uh, and two babies and right. a couple dogs, and, you know, yeah. it'll all be fun. It will be fun.
0: We haven't been all together in... Three, over long. three years. Correct. Correct. So that's something... It'll be fun. ...that we're looking forward to. Yep. Well, cool. Thanks again, Lori, for being willing to be my guest uh, this week. Um, Before we dive into Proverbs 21, though, Lori, do you have any um, opinions about creamsicles?
1: Um. They're okay.
0: Because today is National sickle Day. Day. Yes. I mean, to me, they're they're kind of refreshing.
1: Yeah, they are refreshing.
0: You know, when it's hot outside, yeah, to have a refreshing creamsicle. But would that be my first choice?
1: No. Chocolate.
0: No. Yeah, something with chocolate, like a chocolate-covered... I know downtown Holland, they sell those paddle pops. Oh, those you know? are... It's been years since I we know, had those. I know. But you can buy, like, Hudsonville brand or uh, yeah. I whatever. I just don't. I know. I know, but... Anyway. As
1: a kid, the creamsicle was definitely yes. a thing. So the and, orange one,
0: and I know sometimes when people serve root beer floats, they'll have like the the orange soda there too. Oh, right, yeah, so you could make so that makes it. And when you put the vanilla ice cream there, it has the creamsicle, the creamsicle flavor.
1: Right? Are there more flavors than just orange?
0: Oh, there's got to be. Okay, I mean you could, you could do it with grape.
1: You. I know. Anyway, anyway
0: happy uh, National Creamsicle Day, folks. If you uh, don't have any idea what to do for dessert tonight after supper, then feel go free to go get a creamsicle cream from Family Fair. I don't there know you where go. you buy creamsicles. Meyer. Meyer. There we go.
1: I bet you Dollar General's Walmart. got them too. Dollar
0: General might even have them too. <laughs> All right. So, Proverbs uh, 21 is our uh, chapter for the day. And I am going to read it in its entirety, even though it's kind of long. And then Laurie and I are just going to have a discussion about certain things that stood out to us. It's kind of, we were, we were talking before we push record, it's kind of hard because there's sort of like 31 different Proverbs here, you know, and some of them are connected to each other, some of them are not. Um, anyway, I'll read the whole thing and we'll just have a, a short discussion on just certain things that popped out to us. So here we go, Proverbs 21. In the Lord's hands, the king's heart is a stream of water that he channels toward all who please him. A person may think their own ways are right, but the Lord weighs the heart. To do what is right and just is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. Haughty eyes and a proud heart, the unplowed field of the wicked, produce sin. The plans of the diligent lead to profit, as surely as haste leads to poverty. A fortune made by a lying tongue is a fleeting vapor and a deadly snare. The violence of the wicked will drag them away, for they refuse to do what is right. The way of the guilty is devious, but the conduct of the innocent is upright. Oh, now here's the verse. Better to live on a corner of the roof than share a house with a quarrelsome wife. Yay, that I have not had to, for 38 (laughs) years, live. And
1: I haven't, either for a quarrelsome husband. Oh,
0: that doesn't say that, though. I know. (laughs) Verse 10, the wicked crave evil. Their neighbors get no mercy from them. When a mocker is punished, the simple gain wisdom. By paying attention to the wise, they get knowledge. The righteous one takes note of the house of the wicked and brings the wicked to ruin. Whoever shuts their eyes to the cry of the poor will also cry out and not be answered. A gift given in secret soothes anger, and a bribe concealed in the cloak pacifies great wrath. When justice is done, it brings joy to the righteous, but terror to evildoers. Whoever strays from the path of prudence comes to rest in the company of the dead. Whoever loves pleasure will become poor. Whoever loves wine and olive oil will never be rich. The wicked become a ransom for the righteous and the unfaithful for the upright. Better to live in a desert with a quarrelsome and nagging wife. Okay, I have not lived in the desert either. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) The wise store up choice food and olive oil, but fools gulp theirs down. Whoever pursues righteousness and love finds life, prosperity, and honor. One who is wise can go up against the city of the mighty and pull down the stronghold in which they trust. Those who guard their mouths and their tongues keep themselves from calamity. The proud and arrogant person... Mocker is his name, behaves with insolent fury. The craving of a sluggard will be the death of him because his hands refuse to work. All day long he craves for more, but the righteous give without sparing. The sacrifice of the wicked is detestable, how much more so when brought with evil intent. A false witness will perish, but a careful listener will testify successfully. The wicked put up a bold front, but the upright give thought to their ways. There is no wisdom, no insight, no plan that can succeed against the Lord. And finally, number 31, the horse is made ready for the day of battle, but victory rests with the Lord. So, Laurie, as you kind of prepared for today, what's maybe one thing that jumped out of you? Well, out, jumped out for you, not out of you. <laughs> That's a little scary. I know.
1: Um Verse 3 says, um, to do what is right and just is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice, which I think, you know, I mean, in these days, the sacrifices were the big thing, and he just wants us to do what's right and just, and that's just something to—he weighs the heart.
0: Correct. And Solomon, of course, is talking to his sons. Right. Kids. Kids. To us. Right. And he's encouraging them to do what is right. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Right. Do what is just. Um, I know in verse five, he also encourages them to kind of be diligent. Mm -hmm. Right. The plans of the diligent lead to profit. So he's encouraging them to be right in verse three, to be just in verse three, to be diligent in verse five. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he's doing that same thing to us. Right. In 2023. People of God, be right. Do things that are just. Be diligent in everything Mm -hmm. you do. And I thought it was interesting. Um, We might think something is right or just or diligent, but we have to constantly be thinking of like being right in the Lord's eyes, right? Verse two kind of alludes to that person may think their own ways are right, but it's the Lord that weighs the heart. And so that's something I had noted too, um, that we just have to make sure we're doing right and doing things that are just and doing things that are diligent in the Lord's eyes, right, right in His right. kingdom.
1: Well, and it's so easy to get caught into things that you think is right. It just right, but you need to make sure it's yeah. the way that the Lord wants it. And just talking about justice again, in fifteen he talks about it again. When justice is is done, it brings joy to the righteous, but the terror, but terror to evildoers.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's that the yeah, justice, justice comes out. Yeah, you know when you look around, who's not being treated fairly? Mm-hmm. Right. What can I do to make sure that justice is done? That right. people are being treated in a just way. Yep. Right, because when that when that does happen, it, like like verse fifteen says, it does bring joy. Right. Right to to the person that was suffering the injustice, and to us who helped bring about exactly the justice. Um, I got to thinking a little bit about so how how can we determine what's right in the Lord's eyes and what is just in his eyes and what's diligent in his eyes and where I landed was I mean it it takes waiting, I think. Yeah. Like waiting on the Lord, okay, asking him, Hey, what should I do in this situation? Yep. You know? Um, I know I've had experiences in my classroom, my fourth grade classroom. Um, over the years and in the other grades that I've taught where, okay, there's certain like, uh, conflict going on in the classroom and uh, on the times when I've like, just talked to the kids and say, you know what, let me think about this tonight. Okay. And, and um, get back to you tomorrow about how we're going to handle the situation. That just gives me time to like, wait Wait on the Lord to ask the Lord, hey, give me some wisdom here. How should I handle this? Instead of handling it right in the moment. Right. You know? And I know you all come home and I'll, I'll, I'll talk with you. Yep. You know? Um, and get some wisdom from you too. And that kind of reminded me of verse, uh, what is 11? 11, verse 11. Um, when a mocker is punished, the simple gain wisdom by paying attention to the wise, they get knowledge. And I think it's so important for, for us to like get wisdom from other people. For sure. Whether it's our spouse or whether it's friends or people that you that you trust, you know, I think that just helps so much in, I don't know, just trying to figure out, okay, what does the Lord want me to do in this situation?
1: Yeah, agreed. Yeah.
0: Anything else that uh, popped out at you?
1: Um. Well, the whole nagging wife thing hitting it twice. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's just interesting. Um. I don't know, you go through the Proverbs and you hear a lot about quarrelsome and nagging yeah, wife. and
0: yeah.
1: I don't know if that was a problem there. But.
0: <laughs> but to me, I mean, from my point of view, I got to be careful that I, as the husband, am not nagging and quarrelsome as well. True. Right? It can't just be the wife's fault. It's got to be both people have to kind of watch their tongue and watch their attitudes.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I also have a um, marked... Verse 30, where there is no wisdom, no insight, no plan that can succeed against the Lord. Which I think is very interesting. I mean, you can think you're smart, you think you got it all in the plan, too. I mean, aren't we ones to sit and plan all the time? But um, it's not going to go against—you can't go against what the Lord wants. Right.
0: Like He's ultimately in control.
1: He is. Right? Yes, for sure.
0: I know um, last week, um, Kim and Nadine were talking about the sovereignty of the Lord. That's exactly what this is, right? I mean, right. he's the one—I mean, we can make our plans. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but ultimately, he's the one who is sovereign right? and will bless the plan, or he might uh, destruct the plan exactly. for his purposes, exactly. right? Exactly.
1: And usually, I mean, I have found that I it's just so much easier to just say, okay, Lord— it's whatever you want to do. And, yep. and I look back at my life and it's just like, I can plan, you can plan, but it's usually it's just, it's easier to just rest yes. in the Lord's plan. Exactly. not mine.
0: And even that very last verse there, right? The horse is made ready for the day of battle. So that's like human, mm-hmm. right? Getting, right. Making our plan, blah, blah, blah. But, okay, victory always rests with the Lord. Yep. And so listeners, as you go into your Monday, um, just rest in that fact, right? You can yeah, you can make your plans, okay? You can um, plan for the future, uh, but ultimately just always remember um, that victory will rest in the Lord. And the Lord might thwart a certain plan if you want something else to happen, or he might bless your plan. Uh, but ultimately, it's always the Lord who is in control. And we just need to rest in the fact that he knows what he's doing.